0: You are listening to Signal to Noise, part of the ProSound Web Podcast Network. Proudly brought to you this week by the following sponsors. Alan and Heath, introducing their new CQ series, a trio of compact digital mixers for musicians, bands, audio engineers, home producers, small venues, and installers that puts ease of use and speed of setup at the heart of the user experience. Rational Acoustics, makers of SMART, the industry-leading acoustical test and measurement software. Rational Acoustics. Rational people, smart products. RCF, who has just unveiled their new TT Plus audio brand, including the high-performance GTX Series Line Arrays and the GTS 29 subwoofer. Be sure to check it out at rcf-usa.com. That's rcf-usa.com.
1: I wish I could break
0: free Back to where I'm supposed Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Signal and Noise with uh, me, your host, Andy Levis, and my ever-friendly co-host, Mr. Sean, Sean Walker, Walker. How are y'all? What's up? So, uh, real quick, for those who aren't on the Discord or the Facebook group, you may have noticed uh, Katie has not been with us the last couple episodes, and for personal reasons, Katie's decided to move mm-hmm. on. We're thankful for having her here with us the last couple months, and uh, Sean and I are going to keep rocking it out with y'all. And... Uh, you're stuck with us for now. Yeah, for now. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> and actually, this week we're gonna we're gonna do something a little different, and uh, we decided to not have a guest. And Sean and I are just gonna kind of catch up and shoot the shit. Um, maybe pop on a couple questions that some of you all threw in the Discord and Facebook group, and just see what comes up. Um, but what are you been up to, Sean? Dadding, dadding? paperwork, yeah. coffee,
1: and dadding, bro. We're moving and shops and I, this week, which is cool. So tomorrow I get to, you know, pack up the entirety of the shop and move to another shop. But that's sweet because it's like seven minutes from my house instead of 45. So that'll be nice, right, nice to like have an easier commute when the wife's like, hey, can you uh go to the shop and grab a box truck? Because we got to make a dump run. It's not like a, you know, all day situation get a box truck. <laughs> nice. and You know, make a dump run of the house. You know, yeah, that like bigger shops, same, same size or bigger.
0: It's a bigger, bigger, nice. bigger shop. Bigger, bigger yeah. is better.
1: Yeah, it totally. And the cool part about this particular shop is that the whole building is fenced in, like the yard, the building, the parking, the everything is behind a fence, rather than just having like one little yard for the trucks.
0: So when the crew so the starts whole up, they can't escape. Say what? I said. So when the crew starts act up, they can't escape.
1: You got it. That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> just lock those mothers up. And Release the in. hounds. <laughs> All the all the my hounds are too nice, bro. They're they're huge, but they're just like love bugs. They just lick them to death. Hollywood just drool on them, like Turner and Hooch style. You know what I mean? Just blah 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 blah. Love me, yeah. And
0: yeah, my my two are they're, they're nice, but they're also a little crazy. And just discovered the new one is a forty four pound acrobat. Oh, so all right. I, I, I was I was and- working today and got a message from the dog uh, walker when she came by for the afternoon that he had smelled his food for later on the counter. And he decided he was going to get it. And he's like, he's got great balance. And he kind of like tends to pop up on on his hind legs and balance looking for it and try and get paws on the counter. And he got so excited. He leapt up in the air and full on all four paws, all 44 pounds of him landed entirely on the damn kitchen counter. Like he's a goddamn cat. And nice. I finally was so shocked that he had done it that he immediately like fell back off. And <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so that that's been my adventure. That and then just starting tech rehearsals for a dance show, which is a sound engineer is incredibly exhilarating. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot to it. There's there's actually a little bit because there's one there's one uh, vocalist for one part of it, and we've got like the stage is all like wired up underneath with like a bunch of we got like ten contact mics, two Beta fifty twos, and four uh, AKG forty fifty ones to kind of. There's some parts with like some stomps and shit, so. It'll it'll be interesting, but yeah, it was a lot of lot of hurry up and wait today.
1: I'm not uh, I'm not hip to the theater vibe. What are you using the 52s for? Is that like the stomp, low end, rumble, rumble,
0: boom, boom? Kinda, yeah. Okay. Now yeah, the cool. designer just kind of it was one of those we he threw one of one of each to kind of see what he liked, and then he actually ended up liking a little of the boat. So like the contact mics get the bulk of it, and I mean they're. Ten of those under like what's it like a twenty thirty foot like round because it's the theater's in the round uh, right now because it's it's I can't remember if we've talked about this theater is is reconfigurable into like bananas. between the three theaters in it it can do like sixty two something different combinations that they've come up with.
1: What you're talking um, about right now is bananas. That's the word you're using to describe it's, this theater.
0: It's ridiculous and it's like there's any one of the, the like they've got these like air walls that come down in between and like you know go down into the floor by a foot. And are all isolated, so you could have like a rock show in one, and like a classical concert in the one next door, and like not a bit of bleed from either or from the subways beneath. Challenge but, accepted. Yeah, right. You mix the
1: rock show. You go mix the right? orchestra. And let me know how it works out for you, buddy.
0: Right, but uh, but then they can combine them in, into any combination of the three theaters into one big theater, which we've done for a bunch of shows. And now, I mean, I will say they've got like one like kind of dance rock piece going on in the one space, and. I'm in the other one, and like I forgot there was a show in the other space. It was great. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet.
1: That's a whole lot better um, than your than your buddy's John Malkovich story from the downstairs,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now they actually thought <laughs> into the sound isolation here. I think mostly because it's over a subway station, so they kind of had to. But um, but yeah. Uh, so that's been that's been adventure. We got Sean's mini me in the background. Yeah, this is, is London. Can you say hi, London? Hey, London. <laughs> hey. hey.
1: I think I have another one. I do. It's Rowan. Say hi, Rowan.
0: No, she's shy. She's not coming in. <laughs> hi, they're better. as is my nervous buddy Andy. as I was the first time I was on. Hi, Andy. Hey. <laughs> What's up? It's a family they're, affair. Maybe my dogs are coming and join the barking on the on the session too. <laughs> yep, they just they're getting ready for bed. It's like
1: alrighty. Eight thirty here in Seattle, and Yep. Yeah, they're just heading off to bed. They got bath time going at
0: bedtime. All right, all the bees. All the bees.
1: All right. Good night, guys. I love you. He's in New York, so it's like what eleven or eleven
0: thirty or midnight. It's it's my. It's past my bedtime. Past his bedtime.
1: (laughs) All right. Good night, guys. I love you. I'll see you in the morning. (laughs) No, leave the ducky. Close the door on the way out, please, sir. Donny Melville. Yeah, Donny Melville. Close the door on the way out, please, sir. I love you. Good night. Burn. All I'm going to hear,
0: all I'm gonna hear in my pump. head for the next like 20 minutes is Ernie, Ernie and uh, Hoot the Owl going, you got to put down the ducky?
1: The D- ducky middle finger.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is not appropriate. <laughs> right? No, totally. I got mine right here.
1: Yeah, right? <clears throat> no, dude, we got, so at the shop, the current shop, we have this gaff tape. Man, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm the inappropriate guy. We have a gaff tape shop cock. Okay. And the thing is like, Two and a half feet long and like a solid, God, at least six or eight inches around. Like the thing is fucking huge. So after all the shows, it's nuts, bro. It's nuts. After all the shows, we we gaff all the cases to label them, you know, in the different color gaffes, multicolor gaff. So it's all, we just started making a ball. And then pretty soon it was like, well, obviously you're not going to stop it. The snowball is no fun, dude. So
0: (laughs) then there was another one. And now all of a sudden, you know, it's the whole thing now. So, I was gonna say I've seen lots of I've seen lots of gaff tape balls I've never seen the the, the gaff tape the whole shop to go with bro. the berries yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so I got this great picture of my son London who is six at the shop standing on road cases like Dad what's this picks up the shop cock and just holding it the thing is as big as he is dude <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Classy. Classy. We're winning at parenting over here at the Walker Household. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> winning at parenting, winning at podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> the PSW totally. overlords are going to love this one.
1: Oh, yeah, they are. They're going to listen to this and be like, you guys are out, bro. Just, you know yeah. what? It was it was a good run. Yeah. You can pull the plug. Like We're about to boys. find out
0: how much they listen before they <laughs> release.
1: Yeah, yeah right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love you, Keith and Julie.
1: Yeah, right. Totally. Kisses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so shop move, um, yeah. That's that. I feel like I don't know about you. that's moves of any sort are always stressful. And I've done at least one shop move, and it was a thing.
1: Well, the cool part about a shop move over having to move your house is all the shit is already in road cases that already truck packs. True. So that. it's just like going and doing a couple shows at the same time. You know what I mean? Like you just keep. I mean, my my shop is little. Like I know some of these. Yeah. Some of our listeners. Have big ass shops. Like some of our listeners yeah. have the biggest shops in the world, right? But like my shop's little. Like I ain't afraid to tell. That the wife ain't jealous or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Shop's little. So it's like, I don't know, man. Four or five truckloads tops. It's not going right. to be that big of a deal. We'll get it all done in one, one day. Like the move will be done, and then one day of like, cussing and pallet racking and relabeling and figuring yep. our life out. And you know what I mean? It'll. God damn it'll me, be where fun. did that box go, dude? Or like. It was yeah. all fine until the wife cleaned my desk and now I don't know where a fucking thing is.
0: <laughs> I, I have that same problem, except it's that it's I cleaned my own desk when like the Dude, ADHD every ball swung the other way. <laughs> Hyper focus no. Andy and scattered yeah. focus Andy put things in very different places. Dude, totally.
1: And I can't I can't blame my wife. She never cleans up desk. She looks at me and she's like, Nope. Not my circus and not my monkey. Have fun yep, with that, buddy. There you go. There you go. There you go. She's like, but you got to do these dishes though, because I'm not like, yep. <laughs> get on it. Like, uh, yes, yeah. ma'am. I tell her all yeah. the time, like, hey, babe, just, just so you know, we, we talk real tough at the shop. But w- when I get home, it's yes, ma'am. She's like,
0: duh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Now, the one shot move I was a part of was probably not much, if any, larger than yours, but just the, the, the dude who ran it was, did not have a shit together like you do. So it was definitely much more of a, a thing. Fair enough, fair enough. But uh, that was, yeah, that was a long time ago. I feel old I now. F- Fuck.
1: I feel like we spend an inappropriate amount of money on truck pack, like on road cases and truck pack and stuff. Like it, it's bordering on an illegal amount of money to make it all fit in a truck. And we can like, we we put in a sixteen foot truck what the other shops in town put in a twenty six, because uh-huh. we're at like. Nerd double stack freaking Tetris all together, right? Like, nice. We can do, you know, like a 16 foot NPR. We can do four double 18 subs on their ends on the side, 16 HDL 26s in because their quarter pack boxes go between mm-hmm. the subs, and then the distro, the split snake, the drive rack, and the the IO rack on top on top of the the array, and that all fits in two rows of a 16 foot truck. Like, nice. Nerd status, bro. It's like it's not even cool. It's so it's so nerdy. It's not even cool, nerdy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah so so you reminded me total tangent but at the <laughs> at at, at, the, at the at the pack the other day team audio found out that for like the last month and a half lighting and carps have referred to the sound part of like the shared production storage work area as nerd storage It's true dude it's true Yeah no we looked at them and like they thought we were going to be offended and we were like, Yeah no you're you're not wrong <laughs> no no it's totally true like yeah,
1: i i got yeah. i got to do sound thinking i was gonna be at a party the whole time and i was basically like an extension of cool bands and just like you know boo- booze and cruising the whole time little did i know that i was basically a truck driver that had to learn how to be an it nerd at the same time yeah i finally got to make a little freaking noise for 90 minutes and then go back to being a truck driver and a
0: labor and an it nerd and i'm like uh-huh.
1: i'm not smart enough to be an it nerd come on
0: <laughs> on, on which note, the I've I've moved twice in the last handful of years and uh, confirmed both confirmed in the right direction and the wrong direction that the best moving crew I ever had was I called a bunch of my out of work during COVID stagehand friends, one of whom got good rates on a truck and then two other dudes who were around and like happy to help load a truck and unload a truck and it was the smoothest move I've ever had in my life.
1: Dude, totally. Have you seen that old? You're you're. You're my age, so you'll you'll know. But have you seen that old Nextel commercial, dude? I, I know people don't even know what Nextel is now, but it's like if Rhodes ruled the <laughs> world. Yeah, dude, totally. But they, they had this commercial that was like if Rhodes ruled the world, like everything would run on time, dude. So they had this. I forgot about that? Yeah, no, I do. Dude, remember. you remember that? Like all the plant. Like, dude, dude I'm gonna have to find off.
0: it on YouTube and put it in the show notes. So, you, so, so, you it. so Evan classic. and the other younguns can find it. Oh, bro, they
1: don't. They even know. They don't. Yeah, although, they, of course, I'm gonna ADHD
0: and, the, and end up down a whole rabbit hole of like Mentos commercials too. <laughs> Right? The one with the the one with the dude in the moving truck popping the Mentos? Yeah, right. yeah.
1: Totally dude. All the freaking Dave Grohl Mentos commercials. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh man. Too funny. Um, ah, so yeah, so shop move. Um and then we up, 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 up. I had another question I was gonna ask you, and it just escaped from my brain, but I don't know. Why don't we nerd out for a little bit? Because I was I was recently digging through some I think we're pausing for a second for some kids.
1: Alright, I'm back. Cool.
0: Well, that was a good no, episode. No, no, no. Sorry Absolutely you missed it. But...
1: Drink your whiskey, bro. Don't, don't hold up <laughs> on my account.
0: I gotta pace hey, myself. They'll wait. They'll yeah. wait. <laughs> um, no, so I was I was I was diving down a rabbit hole 'cause like I always get I get very navel gazy with effects and very like I hate how this reverb sounds and I can't find one that I'm happy with and Started going through some of the old threads on on our signal noise discord, which there's a link for in the show notes. And if you're not there, you should join us. Um, and th- there was a thread in the forums on reverbs and delays. And in amongst the folks, one Sean Walker had a bunch of kind of rundown of like some of your standard go to reverb stuff. And I was wondering if we could kind of talk through that in, in both, I think, some of the, like all really cool tips. And also, there were a couple things that I think you do a little different than a lot of folks but i'm intrigued by it i want to know more
1: sure dude uh first i started in the studio yeah so like i i'm a spoiled bitch when it comes to effects like in my head everything sounds like a 480 or a brocasty or an e- an actual emt
0: Right. I was gonna say I've been mixing on a on a rivage <laughs> lately, so if I want twenty bricastes, I have twenty bricastes, and it's close
1: enough, it's, dude. Close yep. enough. Uh, and I don't say that in any way, shape, or form to be a diva. Just that, like, that's my frame of reference. I came up in the studio, and then couldn't like couldn't make a living when I started having wife and kids, and so I went and started doing live sound because it was easier to get gigs here in the Seattle area. Right? I don't I don't live in a a place yeah. like. Nashville or New York or LA where I could be crushing as a studio guy right so <clears throat> the trouble for me is trying to get what's in my head to come out of the speakers is pretty painful most of the time and uh thankfully with you know homies like you and Ryan you're like let me show you the way buddy and so now I'm unfortunately down this rabbit hole of having to bring my own stuff gigs that have no business for me bringing a plug-in laptop for but the basics for me still stand. I drive my desk almost the entire desk like an analog desk. And I say that not uh, because I'm that old, although it is because I'm that old, but like I get my gain structure from the top of the desk, right, at the mic pre, and I'm not like mm-hmm. faders it zero only kind of guy, right? I also do the same with the effects where I send at Unity and return whatever I want and that has a particular, it has a particular sound for me, right? I know a lot of guys that will, like, send it minus, you know, two million or whatever just to put a little reverb on something, and I'm like, F that. If it's in it, it's getting it. If it's not, it's not. And then I'll balance, like, you know, if maybe the vocal and, and, or, like, if several instruments are going to the same verb, the same, like, for me, that's a room verb, they can go at different levels, but it would be, like, the snare is going at zero or whatever makes it not clip, right? And then things are, like, acoustic guitar may come at, Less, minus five, minus 10, whatever I need to make it feather, but it's not like minus 35 at, at send or whatever. And then the return's all at zero, like I see some people doing, which is fine. I've heard great shows like that. I'm not dogging you. I'm just, you know, my own, my own jam.
0: But yeah, no, like I'm, I'm <clears> big on that. I'm big on like sends at zero too, because particularly because both in theater and in concert, like I'm pulling it in and out and I want to be able to throw a fader and just know I'm laying it at zero. And some of that's the theater mixer in me that is really like, Anywhere from like neg-, neg ten to plus ten. Once I have the feel for a console, I can pretty blindly like throw a fader to that level consistently. So I know I can hit a reverb to zero on the send, and then just like adjust it for the song, whatever on the return. And just I'm always totally dude. Yeah, totally. and I mean I know like uh, mixing on sends or mixing on returns, particularly for, for delay throws, is slightly a religious question. But it seems like we did it. There was this uh, casual like kind of survey in the Discord last week, and it seemed. Everybody was on Team Sends, which which I, I personally approve of. There you go, fair enough. You know, just pull, uh, pull it out uh, and you get the natural decay.
1: It's a rare occasion, but I, I bat both ways on that one, bro. All
0: right. Uh, so what 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 makes the difference?
1: If I know what's coming down the pipe, Sends. If I'm running gun festival style, I have no fucking idea what's going on. Returns. All right, because right? I can put all my I can put my vocal like in a small festival situation. I I don't I don't have flashy gigs, right? I'm doing the the working man shows, right. So, I got like an S SO I 100 full of 90 freaking bands for the day that are just banging through their 45 minute sets with a no minute changeover or whatever, right? And I can, like, okay, vocal one, two, three, four, five across the front. And, okay, vocal three is my lead vocal. Boom, delays at zero, send. And here comes the return on, off, on, off, up, down, up, down, on, off. Cool, great. See, I have a good day. Bye. And I have no idea what's ever come down the pipe. I don't know who's, yeah. who's who or what's what, right? So, I can't, like, oh, he's going to say the right here and I need to get that the yeah, into my yeah, delay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like triage bro like you were talking about theater the other day it's damage control rather than like artisticness right but when i'm working for an artist that i do know there's a couple of of artists that i work for that i just love to pieces and then i do throw the sins because i'm like oh dog here comes that gotcha you know what i mean here comes that word i want yeah and then you know i mean it, it yeah like i think it,
0: it definitely like i went at is- a studio right yeah, and like it definitely matters for that, but I've been finding lately I've been like even even on reverbs where I'm not like throwing it at all and just pulling it out in between songs, I'll still do it on the send just so that like when I pull it out, it tails off. Totally, dude. Totally. But, um, I got you. yeah, and then like we had a there was a we had a whole side discussion in the in the Discord about uh delay throws on uh on faders or on mutes, and apparently I'm the oddball that does it on faders, which I think again is the theater mixer in me. Like, I was it kind of blew my mind recently to learn that people do it on the mute button. Cause I can't do it tight on a single word on a mute button. If it were momentary, I could, but like fader throw. And somebody's like, but you can't do a th- fader throw that fast. And I'm like, I-, I can though. Cause I'm used to mixing theater where like literally single words between three people. And if you're not talking, your fader is down. And I think the and I don't say it to brag cuz I didn't get it cleanly every show on on the run of the last show I was doing. I mean, she's been but, complaining of
1: your faders that quick for years, bro. Let's be honest. I hey now.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Hey now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um like I had like there was there was a there was a line in the last show where like I had actors on headset mics and I had a dude who like in the middle of like a verse he was singing put a leather coat on and like every other time smack smack (laughs) it with the zipper so like literally i'm having to pull the fader out in between two words in a sentence like it's it's here's fucking crazy man that is crazy that's super crazy It keeps it's yeah no it's fun it's yeah yeah it's it's a crazy but like so uh but you do about
1: the effects though sorry i went off on a tangent i apologize no it's all good
0: it's all good that's what people are here for me
1: and and where i was going with that is it's just like a bone stock there's just four freaking effects there are two rooms, a plate, and a tap tempo delay. Uh, because mostly I'm on a uh, fixed architecture console, like an X or an M or a QL or CL or something. I don't have a super flexible like a Digi or or Avid yeah. usually. Uh, and so I've got a one second room for instruments, mostly for snares and snares and toms for drums. Okay. Uh, but But all instruments get it. I've got Thanks to uh, thanks to Ryan, now I've got an extra room that I, I ditched my second delay, and now it's another room. Yep, cheers, bro. Here you go.
0: Yep, I'm taking the shot for everybody.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I I tried it, and I was like, this is nonsense. This is some like upper echelon 1% or shit, and I tried it, and it's not. It's unbelievably cool. Another room that's real short, like sub one second, usually half-ish a second heavy on the ish, high pass to fucking back. And uh, on the send, high pass on the send to fucking back. And it's, this is totally a Ryan trick. Are like we talking like uh, 200,
0: uh, 600, like 1K?
1: Two to 600. Okay. Yeah. Like I start at 200 and wiggle it around till it sounds good. Depending on the desk and the yep. reverb, two to 600 is totally. Yep. Keep, keep that to- mud out. For me, it works great. Next time you talk to Ryan, you can ask him how he does it because this is absolutely one of his tricks. But it's worked great for me. So I'm going to share it also. Uh, and that gets feathered in to like, just make it sound like they're not talking into a microphone. You know what I mean? Because it sounds like gobbledygook when somebody's just talking to a microphone. And I didn't really yep. even like, it was literally a light bulb moment when he told me this. I was literally like, wow, yeah, holy moly, you're totally right. Uh, and so that, then, <clears throat> excuse me, then the other effect is that for me, between a one and a half and a two second plate All that right. gets what I lovingly refer to as the Abbey Road reverb treatment. That I learned from some other recording guy. Uh, I don't remember who specifically, but the send to that reverb is high passed at six hundred and low passed at ten k.
0: All right,
1: and that that high pass gets feathered up or down between two and six hundred again, depending on the particular verb and the particular singers and the particular day. But someplace between two and six hundred, because right it gets all the schmutz out of it. And so now, what comes back to me is this crystal clear reverb, even on an X thirty two or an M thirty two, where let's call it lucky that we've got reverb. You know what I'm saying? To not, I don't yeah. I don't want to be bashing on it, but it ain't the same as a 480 or a in the studio. Yeah. Right? And, and how could it be? Because the whole desk costs less than half of what the reverb yep. unit costs. So I, I'm not slag. I'm just saying, like, you got to use every ounce you got, right? You can get another yeah. inch to do, do it. Uh, those typically get high-passed a little higher. <clears throat> but thanks to, uh, you know, some knowledge gained by talking to some people way better at this than me, If you get the mud out of that verb, you get a much clearer sound coming back. In general, my instrument verb is also high and low passed into the reverb. So, like the drum verb, high passed like two hundred, low passed someplace between three and five k. So it's literally like Like the the meat. meat. Just the meat. So what used to happen in my shows, and and I'll be the freaking, you know, I'll be the first one to just admit that. Bro, they were all mediocre AF, right? Like, we're we're all on the same journey. We're just at different points in our journey, right?
0: Totally.
1: That snare drum was never loud enough. Like, I could never, on an outdoor stage, could never, ever get it loud enough. Because it was drowning in reverb. I wanted it to sound like Def Leppard hit that fucking drum, right? And it never, like, I could never do it. Well, getting the schmutz out of there really helped a lot with that. And so now what I get is a ripping snare drum with a cool decay behind it, rather than something that sounds like it's banging away in a tin can. Which i yeah, like in, in love and,
0: with. and rolling that top off like keeps it from taking your head off.
1: Yeah, because I again, because I came in the studio, I mix bright. Like I tune my PAs hella dark as soon as I as soon as I can, I get all the freaking it, it's dark, bro. Most people will be like, what's up with the Woofy speakers? You know what I mean? Cause I went to Mix of the Masters with Crystal Algae in, in France when I was learning to make records. And anybody that has done both of these, done records or whatever. Knows that I mean you basically just take a ruler across the 8k of the SSL, the red knobs at the top of the SSL button <laughs> and it's 8k shelf to everything when he's showing you how to mix, right? So it's just super duper bright. Well, that goes into your reverbs too. So if I got a super bright vocal, okay, so it's clear kicking kicking ass through a bunch of super loud guitars. It gets real spitty in a reverb that's also super bright or doesn't have a bunch of stuff taken out of it. So you start, you know, high and low passing those, and now I don't get the like <tots> in the reverbs yep. as much, right? Without having to add a DSer quite as aggressively, because again, I'm on a fixed architecture or a limited architecture desk. It yep. doesn't allow me to do that, right? And <clears throat> not being a terribly introspective person, I kind of just took what ryan said about the the short room reverb and ran with it and i was like yeah man that's i don't know it's a reverb that's cool and then i was like hey dude you can like you can do better than this you know what i mean so i put on some headphones and did some playback and i in you know fussed around with it fussed around with it and i was like okay i don't really like this verb high passed so high i like it with a little more in it or you know whatever and i fussed a little bit but like Two to six hundred is is the range like just, you know, in there wiggling around. You'll be like, okay, this is great. So now what I got is a banging ass drum kit with a with a tail behind it that doesn't sound like it's in a tin can and uh, vocals that are right in your face with a like with a swimminess behind them, which is kind of what I'm looking for. Not like drowning in reverb like an 80s pop ballad,
0: but like it's like some presence, some some... totally,
1: totally ripping with some verb behind them, like a. Man, I, I hate to say it, but like a Shine Down or Nickelback record, right? Where the, the whole thing, whether you like the bands or not, the records are banging, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? They're banging. They
0: and have, every other song sounds the same, but it sounds th- great. That's totally
1: fine. That's totally yeah. fine. But those drums and vocals are ripping, bro. You yep. know what I mean? And they got a killer yeah. verb behind them, and they're right. Like the verb tucks right into the band. And there's a lot of effects happening in those, but they don't sound overly affected like an 80s pop ballad would, right? Yeah. Whether that's how they got it or not. That's the similar effect that I get is these reverbs now sit into this mix a whole lot better and they don't take up so much space and they're much clearer without having to dork with them so much. And then I oftentimes will, again, high, low pass and EQ as needed on the return if it needs further massaging or whatever. But getting the gook out to start with uh, has been super duper helpful to me because I didn't realize at the time until... Somebody much smarter than me, you might as well take a shot because I, you know, I think we've said his name a hundred times here. But once Ryan was like, "Yo, dude, you do realize that reverb makes low end, right?" I was like, yep. "No, man, I'm not smart enough to know that. I, I actually didn't know that. Uh, I just thought it was like, you know, echoey church shit in the background." He was like, yeah, "You're, you're so pretty." He pats my head and is like, "Let me show you how to mix, there, kid." And, and it's just, it, it's just unreal what the little, like the littlest tricks will do, right? <clears throat> Yeah, and then I got a tap tempo delay, as the the fourth effect. The tap tempo delay, the return from that is fed into all of the reverbs for me. Right. So on. it's so it swims rather than hello 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 right. Real like real specifically, yeah. it's more like washing away in the background. You know what I mean? And that's sent at unity and typically that's a quarter note delay for me. Like just tap tempo to a quarter note or an eighth note, but someplace in the like three to six hundred millisecond range. Yep. Ish. Right. Because like. I I really like, good or, for good or bad. I really like frameworks, right? I really like like this is where this fits, ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like it's not always three Sometimes it's yeah. like nine hundred or fifteen hundred or something stupid. And sometimes it's like, yo man, you me and this one fifty millisecond delay, are gotta get it right now. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> who knows? But typically speaking, quarter note or half note to like between three hundred yep. and six hundred, and it pretty much sounds like a rock show or country show or whatever show, and, and you know.
0: Are you typically doing like a, a single echo or are you doing like some feedback and decay on that? Feedback,
1: like 30 cool. to 50% regeneration. So it is like swimmy, swimming. You know what I mean? Nice. And like, it gets, I- and it's dependent on the artist and stuff. And like, <clears throat> when I say artist, I guess I don't really mean the artist. It's dependent on this style of music because yep. often what I find myself doing are small to medium sized music festivals. So if it's an indie music festival, it will have, more more swimmy than if it's a metal festival you know, or yeah. whatever, right? Like, it does get tailored to the style of music, but not to the particular artist because I don't have that kind of time or luxury, right? And that has served me well enough to not get fired yet. You right, know what I mean? There you go. <clears throat> I don't know if it's helpful to anybody. If it is great, if not, throw that shit in the bin and do it a different way. So, I, don't, and I then,
0: you know. One of, the, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, I know you had mentioned in the past that, like, particularly on the plate, you do, like, what what I think is kind of a really long pre-delay. Yeah. So t- talk to me about that. Because I know like most folks I tend do. to be in that like 30, 40, like basically like around a 64th note of whatever the tempo is, which some nerds, Ryan, will actually tap that out at a 64th. And I, I will admit to having sometimes done that when I can, but like otherwise like in that ballpark of like the thir- 30 plus or minus, we'll say. Um but I feel like you were like landed more like towards in like like 150 ish, right? Yeah,
1: 152.
0: 152. That seems totally. weirdly specific. Talk to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, because it drags behind the, because I don't have a fifth effect available to make a slap. Okay. Right? So it's a slap when it comes on. So I've got this vocal that comes ripping down at zero time. And then 152 milliseconds later, like an Elvis slap delay comes the onset of this reverb that sa- that onsets like a slap delay would all right and then has a big reverb tail got it because i've only got four effects on a on an xm or ql because i've burnt every other one of those mugs for compressors or something you know what i mean something I else to try to try to make it have a personality
0: yeah right Because as a-
1: much as i love a ql desk it's very little personality in that desk like everything's yeah. set to aggressive eqs to give it any kind of personality and i've got a pull tech on the stereo bus just so it has a personality coming out of this desk
0: you know yeah <clears throat> i'm trying to remember just the did the CL have the what's it the 5043 neve comp or is that only on the on the Revage? i
1: don't remember the i don't remember the model number of it but it has two neve comps it's got one that's the portico comp and then one is at 33609. oh okay, yeah copy. the
0: portico is probably it's like the little one it's got like the feedback feed forward switch yep totally yeah, I've been playing around with that, and, I, and like the thing I love about that, I was actually just explaining to somebody on on our show today, is that like you drop that in, and like the default like twelve o'clock settings on it are like the perfect spot for a vocal comp. Like that's become my go-to. There's certain voices it is just not right for. Although that may also be me not having played enough with the feedback versus feed forward modes, because I know one is more aggressive than the other. But like Fair that not. reverb, like. They design that around like, yeah, no, they like 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and whatever the third knob like comes out of the box at is like, that's pretty much a vocal comp.
1: That's awesome. That's how I feel about the gates on the Yamaha desks. <clears throat> yeah. Insert gate functions just fine for 99% of things. And uh, take it off when somebody's, you know, doing like a little whispery snare roll thing or whatever. Insert gate again works just freaking fine. Nice. And like, you know, there's a lot of, lot of people out here cringing right now. They're like, What? Using the stock yeah. factory settings for something, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I got, I got bigger fish to worry about. Like,
0: well, it's it's always if, interesting, like what what consoles default to what. Like, I know, like I've, say what you will, say what you will about like the Soundcraft VI consoles. There's great things about them. There's terrible things. You're a Lexicon fan. They've got those built in, so that's I'm a cool. Huge Lexicon fan, yeah. We well, like, gotta get what, them as a
1: sponsor. I just want right? to like, I want them to just give me all the PCMs.
0: <laughs> I got like, a seventy. A,
1: I just won't let die.
0: One of the, I remember the first time I demoed a VI6 and popped open the EQ section and looked and like the mid high band defaulted to 1k6 and I was like these people get it.
1: <laughs> You're like these are my people.
0: I'm that's like funny. that's like none of this like cause like the Yamaha EQs like the, some of like the gate default's great. The EQs like what are these default? I don't know Play the frequencies don't they set these EQs to. I don't know. Um I don't know. but my fa- my Let favorite yeah. let me
1: ask you this. Sorry, no, finish your quote. Then let me ask you
0: a question. I was gonna say my my favorite my favorite thing about One K Six is years ago I did a summer of system tacking like concerts for like that like B band circuit that does like Six Flags um concert at, oh, yeah, uh, cool. at Six Flags Great Adventure through yeah, a local yeah. provider and Kansas came through and there's a dude I can't Blunded. remember his last name his name was Billy he was mixing Kansas in like 2005 and I know he moved on to another band of like that sort of genre and era since then awesome dude he was like the dude that like came in and like he toured his his uh pm like four thousand at the time he toured like everything but on top of renting racks and stacks he also rented front of house snake and i was like that's a feels like a weird choice to me because i want to trust my snake and he's like yeah but we do a lot of double bills and when we're the fast first act on the double bill if i'm not touring the snake i can drop my console lit it up and be back on the truck before the second band hits the stage shit yeah dude but if I tore That's my own snake, I gotta wait for my damn snake. That's gangster, bro. <laughs> we're, we're sitting there like ringing out, you know, ringing out the PA for him. And at one point, he just reaches over to to the KT graphic because this was 2005, and just reaches over, pulls down one K six, and just looks at me with like a a, a look of just like, man, one K six. I don't know what God was thinking the day he invented that one. <laughs> And that has stuck with me for like eighteen years now. that's funny, dude. yeah, that's funny but uh you you were starting to go somewhere else with that though
1: I don't remember now. Ah, that's what I train don't. Of thought <laughs> Oh no nope, I remember I mean I totally remember right. I, I mean i I'm not even drinking and I forget uh, I feel like the default settings on things has a lot to do with. How people think a desk sounds. Like when oh, people totally. say, when people are like, oh, this desk sounds great. I think it's because the default settings bang things into a place that people like. You know what I mean? Yep. Am I weird? Am I off base right now?
0: No, not at like, all. And it's, it's also like, I've had some interesting discussions with folks on. How much of the default settings for different consoles stem from cultural stylistic preferences, particularly with Yamaha being a Japanese company and a lot of the other consoles being, you know, typically British and the the habits and the listening and the style of music they like being why some of the defaults, like in a Yamaha, like for years and years, like everybody's like, well, Yamahas sound kind of bright and a little strident sometimes, and I and I think and like I, I I'm Told didn't make sense to me that some of it has to do with stuff like that.
1: Could be. Totally could be. Yeah. I feel like most desks these days are at a pretty good place. Like if you spent ten K or more on a desk, you you probably have a desk that sounds good enough that if it if your show doesn't sound good, I don't think it's your desk. You know what I'm saying?
0: You yeah. might have bigger fish I mean, to fry. Regardless we of we can say good things and bad things about an X32 or M32, but like, if you can't make a decent standard show on that, the console ain't the problem. Unless the no, console doesn't no. boot up, but
1: no, hell no. If if it's a fully functioning desk, like yeah, dude, you know what I mean. We had a show, and I've, I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell you again since we're here, where we had like ten aside DMBV at this theater here in Seattle, and my buddy was the head of audio there, and and. Alter bridge was coming through, and I'm a big Alterbridge fan. And I was like, Yo, dude, can I be your A2? He was like, Oh my God, what? Really? And I was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I was his A2. And we went, and the cool thing about this particular day, other than like getting to see the Alterbridge show and hang out with those guys who were awesome, was the the console there at this theater was a CL5. Alterbridge was carrying a Ravage and Clint Lowry from Seven Dust was carrying an X thirty two compact because they had the X thirty two rack in their ears, and all of them were good sounding shows. But the engineer for uh, Clint Lowry just beat the brakes off that X thirty two and had an incredible sounding show. Nice. Where like if you had just glanced at it, you'd have been like, "Sorry, dog," you know, because I mean? if you looked in front of house, like it was a it was for a little theater, like a you know twelve hundred cap theater. It's yeah. it was a cool looking front of house to have a ravage a CL five. You know everybody had their own drive or whatever, and he was just like, you know, flopped in his X thirty two combat, plugged in his Ethernet cable, and he was like, all right, I guess we're gonna rip then, and his show sounded freaking awesome, dude. Nice, just awesome. So it, you're totally right. Like, you know, it's it's the driver, right? Like that's not to say the gear yep. doesn't matter because it it sure does. But man, he drove the heck out of that little rig, dude. Nice. It was it was cool. And awesome. the other shows sounded great too. I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying the other ones didn't yeah. sound great. Just that I was pleasantly surprised at how well this dude kicked ass on this X32 yeah. that we were all like, eighteen hundred dollar console. Yeah, dude, it just just killed it. It was just awesome, dude. He did a great job. And so I was yeah. like, all right, man, I better stop making excuses. I better go learn to mix a lot better because right? that guy just like I maybe want to put my console through a table saw at the point at that point.
0: <laughs> I was yeah, like, I oh. was like like we went to see uh was it Anderson East last year who who was another like weird like Spotify discovery artist but who's okay. fucking great and yeah they were touring like i think it was an M32 might have been an X32 one of the 30 i mean basically the same console True. and yeah it was like i kind of cocked my eye cuz it was like at a, it was at Gotham Hall where like you know he could have used a house digico it's like a sweet sounding console there but like it was like it was a tight sounding show, and that was actually speaking. That was the th- so that was the third option because for delay throws, there's people who do delay throws on faders. There's people who do it on the mute buttons, and my bro was doing his delay throws on a fucking rotary knob, and they were yeah. perfect. I was yeah. like, that's some old school right there. Yeah, because uh, he's used all the other ones for other shit. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. It's it's definitely fitting a, a a lot of a lot of crap into a ten pound console. But oh yeah, dude, totally but it did yeah. though
1: like it totally when that came out man it did fit a lot of stuff into a yeah. little ass cheap desk you know what i mean a lot lot of shows been had a lot of money been made on that little desk dude yeah you know what i mean a lot of, lot of stuff been done on that
0: oh totally i mean i i i haven't seen it in like 2 years cuz i kind of have i in trade for having stored it at a friend's shop for a while, it's now been on a show of his for an equally long while, <laughs> nice. kind of paying off the rent. But uh, I've got an X32 compact that I bought for a gig that ended up the band had to split up because they all ended up on like different theater tours. Pretty much a week after, I couldn't return the console.
1: <laughs> Word, yeah, yeah that's yep. awesome, dude. That was
0: that was a solid purchase I made back in like this 2016. Tr- $2,500 bucks you never get back. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But um, I mean, I at least saw, I've sold the stage box since, so that was like that was at least I sold the sixteen by eight. There you go. Um, and yeah, but there yeah, you. the console like a friend stored it for me, and then in trade, I've been letting him use it on 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 this like what was supposed to be a short running, this now become a long running magic show here in New York. Nice,
1: that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, for every, this, ta- I think every I time was- he gets sassy, you're like, listen, listen here, man. not oh, the console. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, it's starting to get to the point where the show's run so much longer than it was supposed to that I got to start being like, hey, dude, we should probably talk about a rental now if the show's going to keep like, running. Why don't you just
1: give me a 1000 bucks and keep the console, dog? I, don't, I don't Or that, yeah. Like, yeah. Or that, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah like, it's but like, but dude, just, pay it you know, off over like, a few weeks if you want. It doesn't have to be all at once, but yeah, take totally that albatross right. off me. Like, yeah, I yeah, do I mean, not need it. There you go. Um, I,
1: got the, I got the last two left in my shop, and I, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not trying to make this a slag on XRM32, but like, man, the customer service has been rough. I, I got yep. one M that, that needs faders and scribble strips, and when I emailed customer service to get an RMA to, to send it back, they were like, can you send us a video to prove that it's broken before you send Oof. it back? And I'd like, I lost my cool at the shop. Oh,
0: no. oh, <laughs> I was no. just like,
1: that's it. Never again. Not buying any more of your products. Bo- yeah, I'm over yeah. it. Like, you want me to send you a cell phone video to prove that the console is broken before you'll send me an RMA? Like, either you're you're so prickly or you think I'm so stupid that I don't know how it
0: works? Yeah.
1: No. Like, I'm yeah, not that I, smart, Andy. Let's be honest. I'm not that smart. But, like, the, the the colors aren't the same. The faders do not fade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is not rocket science like, They
0: They have one job.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are not doing the job anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's so the, I good like, embed, the good and bad about them. Is like you get a lot of power for money. And that they're almost they're almost disposable. The problem is that like at this I can't point, do it. I can't yeah. throw it away, dude. No, I like, know I get they, it.
1: Like you say that, people say that. I hear that all the time, and I look at this thing that should be a boat anchor. I should yep. throw it away, and I cannot. Yeah.
0: Nope, I get it. Throw it, it away because it. it
1: will power on and it does pass audio, and I cannot. I like. Yep. I just want to put it on Craigslist for free. Be like, yo, somebody can do this at home, and like, yeah. You you fuss with it, you know what I mean? Like, We're gonna like, we go, in the, to we go
0: in the Discord and, and like workshop the workshop the Craigslist ad for a re- rehoming a, <laughs> a a stray console. It's got a
1: rehoming fee attached to it of forty nine dollars yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like yeah. it's a puppy. Like,
0: yep, console comes oh, already yeah. neutered.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, for sure, it does. For sure, <laughs> right sure. <laughs> No man, I, I made a lot of money with that little desk, though, dude. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I, I can't bang on it too hard. I have made a lot of money with those desks, and I can't, I, I uh, you know, paid my mortgage and fed my kids with those. So, I'm yeah, I mean, I'm very, I want, very I, thankful to have a desk that capable in that price range, and uh, I'm glad to be able to uh, move it along. And I'm also thankful for the time I had with it. You know.
0: Yep. Yep, there you go, there you go, and yeah, I mean, I, at the time when I bought the one I have, I went through a bunch of, like, consoles in that price range and size, trying to find something for, like, an acapella trio that was, like, needed a pile of effects, and, you know, and, and at one point we were trying to get them onto in-ears, so, like, I knew the capability to do that, and went through, yeah, a few different manufacturers, you know, through, like, a a narrow range of price points and like that just that m32 compact at the time hit the sweet spot and it sounded decent decent,
1: totally dude totally we're uh we are like a lot of people i think we're going sq to fill that spot for us uh just because we get a whole lot better response when we reach out to like hey man like what's up with this And they they get back a lot better so we're we're going that route there's also you know Everything has its own its own uh, learning curve, and so I'm yeah. gonna, you know, be fussing with that. But we're we're excited to go SQ this year and have a nice. pile of those to run around and fill that that price point for both clients and and us. You know what I mean? Because it's a different price point than a QL or a CL or, an SD12 yeah. or a sd twelve or you know what I mean. So it'll be it'll be great, and I'm hoping it'll be a little more durable. It seems to be the, more durable,
0: you know. Yeah, that's 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 one I'm definitely curious to get my hands on because I've I've spent a lot of flight time on Digicos, tons and tons on Yamaha, and I have not had my hand on those yet.
1: They're pretty cool, dude. I've i mixed some broadcasts for Twitch and uh, Amazon and stuff with one with an SQ5, and it's a totally cool little desk to use, and it's got everything you need built into it. Like, uh, like when you sit down at it and you just go. Yeah, all right. It, it's all here, you know. You're not like where's the yeah. freaking blicka 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 You know, what yep. mean? you're like nope, it's all here. I don't know how to get to it yet because I've never seen the desk before. So, hey, buddy, how do I the thing or with the this thinger? You know what I mean? And uh-huh. Poke around and get through it. You're like, okay, all right, I got to make sense. And, you know, get through it. and Pretty soon, you're like, hey man, this thing sounds pretty good. Like this whole show sounds good. Everything's cool. It gets out of its own way, and it's not like it is not my limitation. My, I'm I'm my own limitation. This desk is not yeah. my limitation. You know what I mean? Man, isn't that true about everything though? Like you, your own limitation.
0: Oh, always. That's we're we're getting deep into self help territory here, but absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> no, that's a that's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. Um,
1: what about you? What are your effect settings now that I've been rambling oh, like an
0: idiot for hours? Oh, I'm I'm Tell still us how dumb to be you are. Well, What
1: kind of nerds do you do, Andy?
0: No, that's <laughs> I'm I'm pretty close, and I've I've copped a couple things from you from when you posted that at first. But the one thing I was going to say that I've shared on the Discord that I tried out on kind of one of those. This is so crazy, it might work and make my life easier that you can't do on every console because it eats up a bunch of reverb engines and a bunch of faders on the surface. But when you've got the space on like a CL5 or particularly a Revage, what I started doing for my tap delays, because particularly like I've been doing a lot of like festival style shows where it's like I've got like one sound check and I've got like eight different artists going to different songs and kind of on the fly. What I've started doing lately for my tap delay is I have one tap delay send and I'm throwing that send. But I'm sending it to three different reverb units. One on an eighth, one on a quarter, one on a half. No feedback on any of them. And I'm returning those faders to a bay because I got them spoiled and I got a fuck ton of faders right now. Yeah. So I've got my throw fader and then I've got an eighth quarter and a half fader. So if I want just a single echo, I can pick which beat it's on. But if I want a pattern and like I want to play with my feedback, instead of doing the feedback, I can just shape it out of those three notes. Damn and it, just on the fly. So, like, if I want, if I want, like, okay, okay, okay. I can get that. Or If I just want two, or if I want, like, you know, a real crisp one and then two little soft ones, I can do that right on the faders. And it's the end. You can't do it every time because it eats up a bunch of real estate and it's eating up three fucking delays from a tap throw. Damn but it's really Andy. flexible and fast. Damn it, Andy. That's fucking awesome, awesome dude.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to pretty much uh, steal that from you. That's cool.
0: <laughs> no, right go on, for it. Tell me how it works. Yeah, and, stolen, dude.
1: My, my entire, also, like, my entire how mix how is go. just going to be stolen tricks from other people on the Discord. I mean, that's, I'll, I'll give I mean, everybody credit.
0: Like you know, it's fine. I mean, that's <laughs> what this whole business is, though. Like we learn from everybody else. That's what makes it good. It's like I'm so glad we're out of that era of like, no, nah, it's proprietary, man. Yeah, right. Totally. I'm so I'm I'm not going to name the integrator who did it because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Your mom. But there's a There's a large venue that a friend used to be the house sound at. Your mom. And and a certain an install company came in and and put their PA in. And they were having issues with the tuning of it and kept, like, it was f- a fight to get them to come and fix it. And they were like, no, no, it's great. And he's like, no, we have these problems. And, like, they're like, well, we don't have anybody available. And he was like, cool, well, can you give me, like, access to the DSP so I can fix it? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, like, our DSP processing is proprietary. We're not going to give you access to it. And he eventually managed to find backdoor into it and fi- get his way into the DSP, fix it, made it sound great. Brought them out and basically ab the two-preasers was like, here, this is yours. This is mine. Do mm-hmm. you hear the difference? And the guy looks at him and is like, that sounds fucking awesome. What'd you do? And without missing a beat, he looks him back straight in the face and says, can't tell you, it's proprietary. It's
1: proprietary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I wish I could tell you even oh just, God, the, awesome. I can't even tell you the name of the person who did it, but I wish I could. because like, yeah, tell brilliant. you it's proprietary. Brilliant, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's great.
0: Yeah, when, when we get off the air, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you which company it was if you haven't oh guessed my God, by that's now. So but,
1: funny, dude. <laughs>
0: yeah. but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm awesome. I'm glad for the most part we're away from that. Like everything's proprietary and this is my secret and this is why people hire me because you know what? Nobody fucking hires you for your reverb.
1: No. Oh hell no. No, no, no. I I hire people that are competent at their job and are cool to hang out with. That's it. Yep. yep. That's pretty yep. much it. Like don't suck at your as job. a human
0: and don't suck at your job.
1: It's it, dude. Pretty easy. You know what I mean? And that and that fit within the day rate I have for the for the show, right? Because yeah. like I can't hire a you know twenty thousand dollar a day freaking guy for a you know one thousand dollar a day show. But
0: yeah, there are folks getting twenty thousand dollars a day. Fuck
1: no, dude. I'm way exaggerating, so I don't you know, know. like Ooh. harsh anybody's mellow on day rates, but <laughs> <clears throat> I don't want the guys in the Midwest to be mad at us, us us coast guys, you know what I'm saying? Uh but like that's it, man. That's the secret. Be cool. Yep. Don't suck at your job. You don't even have to be the best at your job. You don't. I mean, be good. You don't got to be incredible or yep. like mind blowing. You know what I mean? Especially, I can. I'll speak for my particular case. I won't speak for all sound companies, but I don't have that stressful of jobs. You know what I mean? Like most of these aren't rocket science, bro. And I would, I would venture to guess that a lot of band mixing kind of jobs would fall into that category. I I would bet that there is like a solid 70% of just shows happening. And then the other 30% are super high stress, super high profile shows or whatever, right? But like most of us are living in the real world of like X32 and a pair of K-12s on sticks that isn't nearly enough rig for the gig and let it rip, Chip. You know what I mean? And or, you know, or a pile of VRX when it should be something with some heat behind it you know what i mean and uh so like the super duper tricky tricky best mix ever like doesn't really apply you know what i mean can make yep. the show happen does sound good client is happy and you're cool to hang out with and the client likes you and i like you you're hired again bro that's it yep hired also if you can drive a truck and i can hand you the truck keys and you'll come back with a happy client and a check hired <laughs> twice and See, I'll that's, take where, that's
0: where I, I am not the truck guy <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you. I, could told you all, a 16-foot I box I,
1: truck, Call me. I'll overpay you for it.
0: <laughs> I think. I think I told you all about the time I partially started eating canned a box truck. <laughs> you
1: totally did,
0: dude. Yep. 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 <laughs> and yep. I was
1: like, you know what? When you get here, I'll drive, Andy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nope. All good. All good. I stop. I stop. I stop. At like a Subaru Crosstrack is about as big as I like to. I think it's also I got scarred because like I learned to drive like half in a Ford Taurus and half in a Ford Aerostar minivan. So like that's like brutal. That scarred me as a kid. Brutal.
1: Oh, oh, oh my, my god! That,
0: that was a hot summer. I
1: bet it was. I bet it was. was.
0: And it's like, and I feel old thinking back to like, there was a truck loaded down with like, yeah, like a, a PM4000 and um, actually probably two. We probably trying, I'm trying to remember what the monitor desk would have been then. I don't know. Chalk full, full of gear. Yep, yep. Totaled this truck. Yeah, it didn't total the truck. Like it was, it was it, like, it, I mean, there was some, there's somebody had a solid day of pop riveting, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a little bit of clown hammering, but. <laughs>
1: All right, beep beep Andy.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you're you're now so you're not damn Andy here. anymore.
1: Now you're beep beep Andy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if that's better or worse than damn Andy. I guess I've always been damn it Andy. It's just been for different <laughs> reasons. <laughs> right, totally. All right. So so speaking damn it, of Andy, speaking speaking of damn Andy and being people's most expensive friends, uh, we're just coming off Black Friday and Cyber Monday. You get anything? You cool? son of
1: a bitch. <laughs> okay.
0: No, I did not buy anything. I literally did not look, did not
1: buy. I uh, did not get one thing. I was I, like, I, I admire that restraint. I had twenty four people to the house for Thanksgiving, and like both sides, of the whole the families, the in laws, the everybody, just it was a, bananas at our house. And uh, we do not have a house that is large enough to fit twenty four people for Thanksgiving. Does anybody? <laughs> no. I mean. I'm sure somebody does. But we got a regular ass house, not not a like yeah, yeah. twenty-four person fancy party house, right? Yep. So so we had like, you know, the folding tables out everywhere and moved all the furniture around to make it make sense. And you know, I still got furniture. I don't know if you can see behind me here, but there's like all kinds of stuff back here that's left over from like extra desks and tables and you know, the wife moved it all that well, we moved it all, but like she was like, This has to go here and this has to go there, and this is how we're gonna do it, and I was like you want a job? Like, you're hella organized. You get this whole
0: life. <laughs> we just found our new stage manager. Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> Logis- Logistics totally. manager. A hundred
1: percent. She was like, but this, we're getting one of those. And I was like, oh, babe, I love you and you're hired. She was like, not a chance. You can't afford me. And I was like, truth. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> Truth. But, uh, yeah, I did. So then the next day, I, the, there was no way I was like, we're getting up early and we're going shopping. And I was like, nope, nah. uh Fire up that Totally tasty coffee that you recommended, and hung out and didn't buy. I was gonna say that
0: was gonna be my next question. Is I know we because we started on the Discord, we started a coffee channel, which yeah. for better or worse was like the most popular channel in the Discord the last month. Will continue to be. I was gonna say sounders and coffee. Who'd have thunk? I mean, um, totally. But yeah, no, so, dude, like, so I got I, that George? I, whatever you sent me. Yeah, whatever you tell me to
1: get? George Howell, totally yeah. tasty, dude. And nice. then I tried one that Ryan sent was the say sey
0: yep, yep totally delicious
1: yep dude those are those are great i got this one here in a little town of cashmere washington that my wife and i love j5 that is killer and it has a lot of semblances to the george howell that we got okay where it's like it's like in the it's the same vein although you're not going to confuse the two but it's the same vein yeah. you know what i mean Where like the beans aren't super oily and stuff.
0: They're ro- it's all dry when yeah, it comes out of like the bag a super light, stuff. super light. Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: And I, I dig it, dude. I totally dig it. <clears throat> and, yeah, uh, well, and
0: like, yeah, And that Howell one was like for for the coffee nerds out there. It was it was a Gesho, which is sometimes pronounced Gesho, but it's pronounced Gesho because it's a place in Ethiopia. It's not the it's not the Japanese. Um, and they're like they're yeah they're like very known for like kind of floral like light. It
1: was delicious, know, like light
0: fruity, good. 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, it was
1: delicious. Thanks for the recco and um did we got we went to amazon and we got this like 14 cup french press like big stainless right. steel french press? because we we're like dude, we got 24 people coming you know what i mean so yeah. we wouldn't got the big old french press instead of our little like you know our little ghetto glass whatever we've been using you know it sounds like a crackhead but little ghetto glass pipe right yeah. and uh so we got the big old metal pipe now you know what i'm saying and it was great dude we grind up a bunch of this and freaking made coffee and I was like this is awesome and that dude you turned me onto it was that I forget the guy in the link you know uh James John. Hoffman yeah, yeah yeah so now instead of like you know 4 minutes water blah, blah blah plunge pour coffee it's like grind 4 minutes stir get all the stuff off the top of the french press all the foam and stuff you know and yeah. then wait 5 more minutes and then don't plunge like just use the plunger as the lid so that it's like yep, a strainer yep. instead of actual plunger and then yeah. pour the coffee and I was like this is a bunch of folly. If I have yeah. literally doubled the time to make coffee, I'm gonna stab a bitch. Like I'm, i might fly over <laughs> to New York and punch Andy in the face if he's doubled my coffee time. Like, you know, don't get between me and a cup of coffee in the morning, you know what I'm saying? But it works, and I, right? It did, it worked. I was like, damn it, Andy. Damn it, Andy, for doubling my coffee in the morning, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs>
0: right. at, least at least half of it is passive time though.
1: I didn't. No, 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 no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Every single second. At that hour, uh, you're of watching morning. it counts. It, <laughs> it's too long. It's too <laughs> long because, like, it just needs to be an IV in my freaking veins instantly. And I not literally said to somebody, day. I'm, like,
0: I, I've, I'm like, I figured out what my problem is. The blood level in my caffeine stream has gotten way too high right <laughs> totally, now. Totally,
1: dude. Totally. <laughs> totally. And if it didn't make such a big difference, I would just, if it was like a little difference. I'd be like, yeah. okay, cool, man. No problem. I see your I see your point. I'm going back yeah. to my way because it saves yep. you five minutes. You know what I mean? No, it was not a little difference. It is delightful. It, yeah. it, even my wife, who was like, What are you and your nerd friends nerding about right now? <laughs> like, I was like, Well, babe, I'll tell you what. Either I can go buy this Neve compressor that Ryan told me about, or I can go buy this coffee that Andy told me about. And she was like, Obviously my, my you're my going third, to get coffee. Yeah. Dollar <laughs> coffee. <laughs> she was like, she was like, Well, if if you'd like to come to bed tonight, the coffee's gonna be it. And I was like, Yes, ma'am. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So like the short we'll we'll, we'll link we'll link to the, the the Jim Hoffman video in the show notes so people can <laughs> follow along. But it's basically it's like it's like all the stuff you're doing is basically both to like make sure you're not getting any extra bitterness in the coffee and to get rid of a lot of the like muck and sediment that makes it into into most French press. And James Hoffman is like a former world champion barista. Like he, he uh, founded Square Mile Coffee Roasters in London, and he, he. I would actually go so far as to say is he's the Ryan John of coffee, except that I know at one point Ryan John was also the Ryan John of coffee, but that's yeah. Another he owned a story. coffee st- a coffee shop yeah. too? Yep. But like James, I mean, like he's very like nerdy, and he'll like do like video. Or he's like sort of like somewhere between Ryan and Dave Rat, but like he'll do a video like going deep the fuck down a rabbit hole of like. I wanted to figure out the best way to use an AeroPress. So here's, I tried every possible variable for an AeroPress, and here's my, like, ultimate AeroPress recipe. And, yeah, and he did that for French press, and, like, his goal was, like, increase the tastiness, decrease the bitterness, and try and, like, keep the sediment to a minimum, and I... I, It it, works,
1: dude. It totally works. And it was, like, it was tastier. It was lighter and brighter and tastier, and just, like... Right on. It was better, dude. It was just all-around better. And it and was worth the extra five minutes. Science. Don't don't you talk to me about science. It's, it's all emotion <laughs> in my coffee, Annie. It's all emotion. See, it's, just, it's just love, and, love and, and a little bit of tenseness. That's it. Love and aggression in my coffee, bro. That's how we do it. Just grind it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. But I was like, okay, do I need to go do this? other press or this other thing, or the, you know what I mean? And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know that much about coffee. I just, I like it. Like, I know I like it. I know I like, <laughs> I need more of it at all times. Yeah. And then, you know, we we started into it and I was like, all right, seems it like, seems like maybe this French press ain't so bad. I'm going to, that'd be cool. And Do I need this other thing or dinger? And I was like, no, I don't need the other thing or dinger. And then, what about this other thing or dinger? I, like, nah, I don't need that other thing or dinger. And, and then, I remember, I do remember the time I went from like, the Black and Decker, like, uh, Spice grinder, you know what I mean? The, little yep, the, worling worling spice grinder. the one they already had, like a little white nine dollar, yep. yep, yep, yep. to like an actual Burger Rider, it made a huge difference. This James Hoffman thing was the same leap in big difference. Yep. It was like, nice, damn it, Andy, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. thank you for showing me because my coffee a whole lot better and twice as long to make now. Thanks, Andy. That you
0: know said, at <laughs> least this time I only cost you like four minutes in the morning instead of like you know, 300 bucks on a microphone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Although those earthworks are dope, dude. Between
0: you and Ryan, I finally went and bought those DM20s <laughs> no, the, and the DM20s. They are the
1: as Toms. You are totally right, dude. Right, the it's, like, toms it's ever. just
0: it's just like it's just that's my Tom. It just sounds like my Tom, dude. Totally,
1: totally. And the,
0: you know the cool part is like, I uh,
1: as a small sound company owner, I need a pile of fifty sevens and fifty eights, and yeah. you know what I mean, and eighty ones or one thirty sevens or whatever, right? Like. More than I need a few boutiquey, beautifully whatever mics because everybody will take a fifty-seven and a fifty-eight yep. and a Beta ninety-eight and a ninety-one and a fifty-two and a, you know what I mean. We all have our preferences. You all have like this, that, other thing of, of what you would yep. take if you could. But can make show happen? Yes. Cannot make show happen? No. You know what I mean. It checks all the yes, show will happen boxes, right? Yep. Well, we started building a, a mic kit, and I was like, all right, man, I do like. I do want something cool when when the old man gets to go mix like the, you know what I mean like <laughs> give give me my own mic box I can take with me right so I started listening by you know and the buyer two hundred ones on snare top and bottom have been dope the DM twenties on toms have been dope I am loving a pair of AKG four fifty ones on overheads and hat dope also super price conscious like three hundred fifty four hundred bucks used on reverb no big deal you know what I
0: mean Yep.
1: sound smoking and, and it makes a big difference dude it's like I'm coming back to coffee. Don't worry. It's oh. like, it's the same thing where it's like- I mean, like,
0: how dare we talk about sound on the sound podcast? You son of a bitch.
1: The uh, It's the little details that matter, dude. That's where I was going with this. It's like, dude, those little details do matter. Like when I bring up a show with a bunch of nice microphones, it already sounds better. You know what I mean? Like you get great coffee, it already tastes better. And then yep. you like process it better. It tastes better. You know what I mean? Totally. And. I don't know why that was a realization for me, probably because I'm not that freaking smart. Like, I'm, you know, if I was that smart, I'd do something IT and have software as a service and be printing money on a beach someplace. But here I am pushing boxes tomorrow. Dude, if for you my start breaking out
0: the phrase lifestyle business, I'm fucking quitting. <laughs> And this has been another episode. Oh my goodness, that's great. Hi. Hey there. Sorry, honey. I, I won't laugh so loud. Go back to
1: <sighs> bed. I love you. Good night. Yeah, when you laugh right. so loud, you wake up the kids down
0: the <laughs> hall. Damn it, Sean. And that was the last time we recorded this late at night. That's right.
1: Great. Okay, good. Well, I wasn't going to sleep on the couch tonight, but now I am. Thanks. Damn it, Andy. <laughs>
0: That's, I mean, I'm recording. It's like it's 12:30 a.m. here, but it's my last night of Bachelorville while while the missus is out of town doing a cool gig that I'm not allowed to talk about on the air.
1: So you're just drinking whiskey and smoking cigars and and hanging out by yourself. Music up at eleven, you're just rah, rocking.
0: I mean, I've been working like I've I've been on trains at 6 a.m. to get into work at like 8 a.m. the last few days. So this is the tomorrow's a day off. Although I got to catch up on errands. So to, I guess tonight. So you basically to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's been yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> today, today we got to sleep in and we didn't have to be there till nine. So, but we also worked an hour later. So, but word. Were there other questions
1: people needed us to just get to before we like just um, fall on our face tired? I right think, now?
0: Well, we kind of touched somebody on one of the guys on Facebook, which now I can't get that page to load, so I can't. I can't credit him by name, but somebody had asked about Allen and Heath consoles and we kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, I like them. Yeah. And I mean, basically the question was like how common they are in the U S and I'd say more and more, like I said, I haven't had hands on them, but I'm seeing them more and more on tours and in shops and people are loving them. And not just cause they're our sponsor, although we do love them because they're our sponsor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. They, <clears throat> I see them a, a lot. I see them in, cool. a, I see them in almost every church. That that we walk into has an SQ or a D live, and I see them in a ton of rental houses now because a lot of people are in the same shoes that I'm in. They're tired of the customer, the lack of customer service in the old desk that was that that filled that spot. Yep. And now <clears throat> Alan and Heath has filled that spot with something that's twice as much money, but you get more than twice the customer service, so it's worth it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, because for years. I'll I'll speak for myself, but we were looking for something that filled the gap between a X or M and a QL, both price wise and feature set wise, right? And there was really nothing because the other options that were there, price wise, didn't really knock it out of the park, and feature feature wise, you know what I mean, or whatever. Or people didn't dig them because they weren't they were slow or they were awkward or you know something about it. And I think the SQ has filled that. Niche pretty nicely dude it's a great sound desk that's easy enough to use and
0: so yeah, far and it's, they've it's been not and it's lavish. not limiting it's not limiting to like hey this effect we've simplified it down to one knob yeah no totally you can do like you know real effects and stuff nice totally and, uh, Um let's see we talked about it and uh, uh, our buddy Lucas asked us about coffee and we talked about coffee we're checking things off let's see there was something else Lucas nice. asked I'm trying to remember what it was so let's vamp for a minute while I try and find it that's cool
1: Because people are pretty much over us at this point, so we should wrap it up in the not-terribly-distant future.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it was, yeah, Lucas actually asked specifically, what was the absolute best cup of coffee you've had? Me? Yeah, well, both of
1: us. absolute best cup of coffee I've ever had was at J5 in Leavenworth. They made a a latte, and it was awesome to watch them, like, measure out this many exact grams or micrograms or whatever it was of coffee and this much exact water to this exact temperature. Like, they went full- nerd on it and I was into it and it was absolutely stunningly delightful.
0: Nice. I'd say like probably one of the best was that it is a Cliche was the the Gesho, which is the the type of coffee that one you had was, but the original there's uh I'm blanking on the name of it now, but it's a farm in Panama that's like famous that like they were the ones who kind of discovered this transplanted like uh not species, but varietal from uh Ethiopia over to over to Panama. And like it suddenly was going to auctions for like, you know, a hundred dollars a pound unroasted because it tasted that good. And I want to say it was La Cologne, had a little bit of it. It was one of those like it's like so we're serving single cups, we're not selling it by the bag, and it's like eighteen or twenty bucks a cup of coffee. And I was Whoa, like, dude. i and I was like, okay, I got to know. And I tried. And it was, it was one of the most fantastic cups of coffee I've ever had in my life. It was well worth having experienced.
1: That's awesome, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Unfortunately, now I have that Van Halen song stuck in my head. Thanks for that,
0: Andy. <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> All right. And then I'll, I'll, we'll wrap it up with Lucas had one other question. And I feel like I had a great answer for this. And now I forgot. Totally. So I'm going to scribble a dry erase note for that for later. Because <laughs> um, we've been talking a while. And we should probably. Oh, they're over wrap us by now, bro. We got to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're totally over us. Sorry, um, sorry, y'all. Well, it's been, it's we love been you good, anyway. Yeah, and it's been good catching up with you, Sean, and and I hope everybody else has enjoyed uh, catching up with us. Uh, Thank you,
1: RCF and Alan and Heath for letting us shoot the bull and hanging out, and you know, making this all possible. Rational Acoustics, we love you guys. And uh, I mean that. You know, it's funny, man. Real quick, as we go, our our three sponsors are basically how I bettered my freaking company this year. Like yep. I learned to do smart I bought an RCF rig and now we're now we're getting all up in the Allen Heath business right and it's on. been awesome dude I'm, I'm glad that the sponsors are cool, not just sponsors man but like but genuinely behind the scenes and on top of the scenes they're they're awesome dude they take yep. they take good care of us and they, they're they're freaking great so we're thankful yep. to have them all
0: yeah, right, right no, you dude. guys
1: have an awesome one Andy is good to see you, as always homie and uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one.